You're listening to the Badass Babes podcast, the show wherein I tell you about legendary women and 21st century female bosses, how and why their names are carved in history books, and how the 21st century woman is hitting work targets while juggling home chores. Here's two strong women. Maybe know them, maybe beat them, maybe raise them. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Badass Babes Podcast and today I am going to be telling you about Sucheta Kriplani. Now Sucheta Kriplani was a freedom fighter and she was committed to Gandhian ideology and was fearless in mind and spirit and chartered her own independent course. She married a freedom fighter, Jeevat Ram Bhagwandas Kriplani. He was also known as Acharya Kriplani. Now, their, uh, their marriage was not supported by many because Acharya was 20 years elder to Sucheta. Okay, so she became a staunch supporter of Gandhi and led rehabilitation efforts during the partition and ensuing riots. Now, she was one of the among the 15 women elected to the Constituent Assembly tasked with formulating the seminal document that was to shape a stronger republic. Now, as India ushered in its independence, Sucheta was invited to sing Vande Matram, Sare Jahan Se Achha, and Jangan Man before Nehru's Trist with Destiny speech. You know, that is one speech you should read about. Now, in 1963, she was a Congress leader who became a Chief Minister of Uttar Pradesh, a first for any woman in the country while her husband Acharya remained an opponent to the Congress. He had established the Kisan Mazdoor Praja Party, KMPP, in 1950 after differences with close friend and then Prime Minister Jawaharlal Nehru. Now, Sucheta had ideologically differences with Nehru, disassociated herself with her husband's party and rejoined Congress after a brief stint with her husband's party in 1952. Now, both husband and wife had different political loyalties and never questioned each other exemplifying democracy of different kind. And born in 1908 in present-day Ambala in Haryana, she and her sister, her sister's name was Lekha, they were seeing the fight for India's freedom unfold before their young eyes. Now she wrote a book which was an unfinished autobiography. Sucheta recounts the emotion she felt as a 10-year-old after the Jallianwala Bagh massacre. You know, she writes in a book that I could understand enough to feel great anger against the British. We vented out anger on some of the Anglo-Indian children who played with us, calling them all kinds of names. She writes, Now the urge to be a freedom struggle, you know, to be a part of that freedom struggle, you know, it kept on uh, niggling the sisters. In another incident, Sucheta narrates how the two sisters were outraged when they were made to stand in honour of Prince of Wales but could not pick up the courage to refuse. She says, this did not absolve our, or our conscience of feeling of shame. We both felt very small of our own cowardice. Now her desire to join the freedom movement was paused by the death of her sister and father in 1929. And then she took over the responsibility of caring for a large family and joined the Banaras Hindu University as a professor. Now, even there, you know, her students took out protests and Sucheta did not take classes but lectured them on importance of the ongoing struggle. It was during this time, you know, it was around 1930s that Sucheta and her, you know, going-to-be husband, who was Acharya Kriplani, they met. 
Now he would visit the university looking for volunteers to participate in the freedom struggle. They both became very close during the Bihar earthquake relief operations. While in Bihar, she was invited to join the Mahila Ashram in Vardha. A national institute started to train women for national service. Now, Sucheta, you know, she recalls how Vinobha Bhave, who was to approve her joining at that time, fasting to make amends for the sin of two people who fell in love. Appalled by this, Sucheta put off the idea of joining the ashram. And under the guidance and influence of her husband, she started her political innings, actively participating in the Satyagraha and was sent to a year in prison. You know, she said she was very keen to start political work and, you know, she used to feel small before the veteran jail goers. She, as, uh, you know, she said that she had not graduated through jail life. She wanted, um, you know, her husband wanted her to do any work of her choice and not necessarily politics. So his advice for his wife was, Apna daman saaf rakhna. You know, these are her words in her autobiography. When independence was finally announced, both Sucheta and Acharya were given the work for rehabilitating refugees. And in a camp at Noakhali, while Sucheta and others were distributing relief material, Gandhi asked them to let people work for the help they receive. Sucheta was shocked, you know. Uh, so Gandhi, you know, then Gandhi said that don't take away their self-respect. Don't make them, you know, don't make them become beggars. In the book, Understanding Gandhi, Gandhians in Conversation with Fred J. Blum. Now, while working with Gandhiji in other spheres, she learned that it is not enough to help people, giving them things, you know, from above. She says, what we should try to do is generate a strength in people to help themselves. Sucheta passionately argued with Nehru on the rehabilitation of refugees and the projects taken up by the government. Now, and during her political journey, she founded the All India Mahila Congress. In 1949, she was a delegate to the United Nations General Assembly and led the Indian delegation to the International Labour Organization in 1961. Now, as a chief minister, you know, she was chief minister of Uttar Pradesh, it was one of the largest states in India, you know, and she was the chief minister from 1963 to 67. She proved deft and transparent administration. She controlled the state economy that was on a downward slide. And during this period, state employees staged a 62-day strike demanding hike in wages. Now, Kriplani is believed to have remained firm in her decision and accepted the request of workers when they were ready for compromise. In 1971, Sujita Kriplani retired from politics and she passed away in 1974 and her life was completely devoted to a strong and independent republic. So this was Sujita Kriplani who was a freedom fighter. I hope you liked today's episode. Stay tuned because we post and publish episodes every third day. You can connect with us on Instagram at Badass Babes underscore podcast. You can also connect with us on email. Our email ID is badassbabespodcast at gmail.com.